does this work? Okay. Um, I guess that's how I do. This is weird. Oh, I don't know what to do. I guess this is it. Oh, I'm so confused. Hi. Hello, hello, Brave. Hi, I was like, I think I did this right. I just clicked the link. <laughs> yeah, no, you did everything right. One second. Okay, okay no, take your time. Take your time. We good. Uh, yeah, just click the link and go. Don't have me start singing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not qualified. No, I heard, but I heard that vibrato, though. So you got a little something, something. <laughs> oh, man. All right, I'm I'm ready. I um I don't want to say too much to you off air because I want to say it all to you on. I understand. Oh uh, man, you understand? Wow, that I love that view. Is that home? That is yes, that is Baltimore. 
Okay. I talk about my city and I'd be like, oh, you don't know Baltimore. Like I know Baltimore. <laughs> you know, after uh, grad school, I interned on the Hill and he told me all I knew was how to do entertainment. So I went to go intern on the Hill and I had to stay in the hood in Baltimore. Don't ask me where, because I was shuffling. But it would take me three hours, bus, train, this and that, just to get to D.C. Um, and I got to know Baltimore a little bit, but I said, this is like Oakland. I need to get out of here. I, that's I, another part. I was raised in the hood. I didn't know I was in the hood, though. I just, yeah. I, I didn't know it was the hood until I became an adult. And I was like, oh, wow, that's where we, okay. That That's where we, yeah. And, and, and it's... And it's all good in the hood. That's what I tell my little ones when I bring them to where I grew up. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. But yeah. I had the best of both worlds, so I can't complain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we are going to jump right into it. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, this podcast is about business. Mm. So I like to, um, and you'll hear me, you'll hear me say it, but I like to give that 14 year old who just has a dream, doesn't know anybody, doesn't have any money, um, kind of an insight on how do you do, you know, what you do. And it, it's just, it's just a little, a little different. So take yeah. it as, you know, one of your, your, your little cousins or whatnot want to get the game and no one's there because you're busy working to yeah. give it. I got you. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So it's just a conversation that can be heard around the nation. That's all. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, I have a guest. I saw her movie on Netflix and said, I have to know who that is. What is she doing and how did she do it? Her name is Brave Williams. Be more brave. You might see her on Instagram and social media. Yes, if her face looks familiar, she's been part of groups like the Rich Girls. She can rap. She can sing. You could see her in IG and say she has to be a model, but she's way more talented than just a face, just a body. Brave. Welcome to the show. Oh, that was such an amazing intro. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming out on and being more brave. Can you tell the people who might just be, you know, look at your your physique? Because you know you have that factor where folks are just like, oh, is that an <laughs> angel? Um, can you, you know, tell the people, how did you get started and who is Brave Williams? Absolutely. Um, I'm from West Baltimore. We just kind of spoke about that. Uh, born and raised in, in West Baltimore. And I actually, I started in music. Um, as a spoken word artist and a rapper. I had no idea that I could sing. Um, I love Tupac. I grew up on Tupac. So when I heard him for the first time, I might've been like nine years old. Um, I just immediately took to the way that he told melodic stories, the way that he told a story and I was just drawn to it. So I started just writing poetry and then I actually got my first deal um, from doing an open mic night. Somebody was in, that's actually how I got my name Brave because at that age, I was so young talking about social issues that I probably shouldn't have been talking about being so young, but um, it really resonated with the adults. And so um, that's kind of how my name came about. But there was someone in the audience who just was, I guess, just mesmerized by the art that I was sharing and introduced me to a producer named Rich Harrison, who uh, was from D.C. And that's kind of how my story started to uh, pan out. 
Okay. And with doing like the, the open mics, um, were you always just kind of like an, uh, an extrovert? Or was it something that you kind of had to build on? Did you, you know, sit on and say, one day I'm going to do this? Or are you just like, I'm out there. Let's go. But poetry, I would, that is, that was, that's my home. So for me, it was never, I remember a few times being a little nervous when I discovered that I could sing. And then as opposed to doing a poem, I was trying to flip it into a song. And then I don't know how it went. <laughs> it could have went bad. It could have went good. Who knew? Um, but I just remember those were probably the main moments that I could really feel my nerves because I was kind of trying to develop something that I didn't know that I had. In terms of the rapping and the, the poetry, that just, it was like, y'all about to hear me roar. <laughs> like, I was excited. Okay, okay. And and so with like, you know, the producers and you had you start to build up a team and we know you've had projects like Fearless and even more recently you have options, whatnot. So is it that team that kind of says, hey, Brave, you can do this and we want to steer you this way? Or are you like one of those where I'm not going to pivot? This is my music. This is my art. This is how I'm going to do it. And whatever, wherever it goes, this is where it goes. Honestly, um, I think it, it, it evolves, it changes. There's some days when I wake up and I know that this is the type of song I wanna, I wanna sing, I wanna write, I need this type of beat. And then there's other, the, the, as the weeks progress, my team can bring something to me and be like, Brave, we think you'd be perfect on this type of record. Um, so it's, you have to, as an artist, you always have to give and take. You can't ever stop learning or think that um, your way is the only way because a lot of times that's how we can get in our own way and you really have to be open. For me, I just find that there's power in numbers. So if you have a team, which is so important, I tell any artist, like just find one person that believes. One person, they, they can't believe, you know, more than you. You have to believe in yourself. But if you find one person that can kind of match your passion, um, it just makes the journey so much better. And I, and I was blessed to find a really good team, um, Bishop and Mike Mack, who have really helped guide my career um, when we when I met them a few years ago. Okay, and and you know there's a lot of folks who are successful, and there's even some folks who we won't even mention names. So right now they're incarcerated for long stays that have had success that did not get a good team or listen to anybody. So that's such a, a, a great thing. How would you advise someone to find a good team? You know, you just gave out some names so they can Google those names and yeah. they can look at the social media. But, yeah. you know, worldwide, how would you um, advise someone? You get what you put out. So I can go back to that story I just told you about at the open mic. I was putting out my art. I didn't know I was a 15 year old girl. I didn't know nobody like that. I didn't know anybody in the music business, but I knew that I mean, being from Baltimore, it's not like this is the Mecca of music, but there are uh, platforms that you can expose yourself. And whether if you're a rapper, if you're a singer, if you're a dancer, you just have to do your homework and find those places and show up and just project and trust and believe that if you do it enough consistently, your team might find you, you know, it won't even have to be a thing where you're just like banging down doors. Hey, will you represent me? Um, my biggest thing is just, just show up and trust the process of knowing that people are watching. And if you stay consistent, you, nine out of 10, you'll, you, your right team will, will come into place. My first manager, uh, I was with him for seven years and, um, 
loved him to death. He just, he believed so much and, and God bless him because he ended up having a heart attack, mm -hmm. um, which is why I was manager list for about a good four or five years. And I was just trying to figure it out, figure it out. And I just wouldn't stop. Any venue I could put myself out there, um, I just made sure that I did. And it was, to me, it's not ironic enough that when I came back home to Baltimore for a fashion show, that's when I went, met one of my managers, Bishop, who it kind of just fell into place. And he didn't want to manage me. Let's be clear. He was like, I'm tired of you artists. You artists don't know what you want. I done, I'm no brave. I'm not, and I would not take no for an answer. And that's another thing. You might find people that don't, I, I don't know, like you, you just have to be very clear on what you want. And I knew that I wanted him a part of my team. He kept trying to put me off on other people in Atlanta and LA will go fly there, go meet this person. And I was like, no, I want you. And finally, maybe months later, he was like, okay, I'll manage you. That I can resonate with that story. I do that to clients for our clients and you people will come, yeah, do this, do, I don't, I, that's a great manager. And that's, I think when you know, because it is a real relationship. I mean, it's a real relationship. They have to know you're crazy. You yeah. need to know they're crazy, yeah. um, you know, so I, I, I get it. And that's a sign more, you know, unlike the person who says they manage everybody like Don King and 15 years later, you find out you got ripped off. Yeah. You know, because maybe you didn't do your research or that person just wasn't, you know, it was, wasn't about you. So they really have to take care of you like a real relationship. Um, so that, that's a beautiful thing. Now, was it the team that got you into the movies? Cause I'm, I'm going to tell people, if you have not seen love.com, the social experiment, don't go out to the movies tonight or tomorrow, stay at home, Netflix and chill, sit back with the popcorn. This was, I love this movie. So yeah. So how, how did you get into the movies? Um, it's the same thing. It's, it's my team, my, my team, they, they, they believe, they believe in each, you know, my uh, artists were so multifaceted. We, we, we think we just, you know, want to do one thing or we're good at one thing, but, um, you know, they just had a vision. Bishop in particular had a very big vision for me when it came to the acting and he, uh, sought after that role for me and I auditioned. And when I heard back that I actually got the lead, I, I couldn't believe it. I was, I was, cause it's my first leading role. Um, I took to the role a lot though, because I could appreciate that it wasn't your normal, like, you know, sexy girl, sexy girl next door or the girlfriend who, you know, it was, it was an actual role that caused me um, to really dig deep in, in terms of even just the message that it was giving. So I, I definitely appreciated that about the movie. And did you do any, um, have you already done like acting training or uh, did you get a coach? Oh. Mark McKinnon. I'm, I'm dropping a lot of gems for y'all listening. So if you're in the DC area, Mark McKinnon is one of the, not even DC, Virginia, Baltimore, but he's one of the best acting coaches that, um, that I've been blessed to, to, to work with. And he's, he's local. Um, so when I come back home, it's just like, that's my go-to guy, but he definitely helped prep me. Um, I did use uh, another coach and, and God bless his soul, uh, Dustin Felder. Um, he's from LA, but definitely if you're in the DMV area, you definitely want to look at Mark McKinnon um, in his acting school, because he's definitely one of the, one of the best. 
And how long um, did you do the training? I want people to understand that it's not like you're just waking up and just doing these things. You actually have to put the time in. Yeah. So what, what is that process, you know, to start getting into the acting? Absolutely. I mean, everybody's process is different. For me, when I actually read the script for this role in particular, I just met, I, it was important for me to memorize the entire script, the everyone's lines, not just my lines, but your lines and his lines. And I know when she says this, she's going to, you know, it just, it gave me a better sense of confidence of what was going on and how to project. Um, some actors don't do that. They only focus on their lines. But for me, um, you know, the, the, the process is different for everyone. Um, Mark, he will have you doing different um, different exercises that will have nothing to do with the script, but just to pull out different dynamics. Um, and it can be uncomfortable. Acting is not easy. Acting can be, is, can be a very uncomfortable process, but when you see the finished product and when you're in it and you're delivering, it's probably a very, one of the most, most fulfilling uh, feelings that an artist can receive. Now, you, you've done a, um, some projects. What is your like debrief after you're done with that role? How do you go back and capture Brave? Um, you know, because they have the method acting where some folks go all the way just, you know, into that, that, that role and that's what they live for whatever amount of time it takes. Yeah. And then they have to debrief. What's your process like in that? Um, I, I have a niece and a nephew. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a five-year-old niece and a two-year-old nephew, and they make me completely forget about anything that's going on. Like just being around them, I'll spend, I'll, I'll leave from wherever I am and fly back and just spend two or three days with them and just go into straight auntie mode. And it's like my recharge, my refresh, because I'm not thinking about anything creative. Um, so yeah, it's either that or even working out. Um, I'm a big advocate on fitness. I, I believe that, you know, you could be strong in your in your craft, but, you know, physical health, spiritual health, all those things, they go hand in hand. So you really have to, you know, take care of each element of your body. Okay, and we're gonna get into that that fitness. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on the the movies and and the music just because there's so much there to unpack on how you are you know able to do all this and that you know this is not new. I mean, you were in a group, rich girls. Um, you know, you guys have millions and millions of you know views on that. But the transition from growing, you know, from a group to solo to an actress in this, you know, world of media, that's not an easy thing. So, I mean, I applaud you because you've really had to stick it out and say, okay, I'm going to rebrand and regroup and, and, and show the world my other talents. And, and, and with doing that, you know, you've, you've talked about being a natural blonde. You've talked about being, you know, Cherokee, um, Czech and black. Yeah. What not? And I and you and, and I think that when you said check, I said, tell me she can speak. Uh, tell <laughs> me. Time, but not anymore. No. <laughs> there, oh, so there was a time. I was I, very, very young. And, and how, did you learn here? Did you learn in the Czech Republic? No, from my mom here. Here. Okay. Um, but it just it wasn't something that that what I was super active. Um and, and it's one of those things, if you don't, you know, you lose it. If you don't use it, you lose it. And I think about that, like, oh, how dope would that be? I've actually considered going back and, and, and trying to learn, but um, scheduling, I just haven't had the time to make it a priority. 
Okay, because the international movie market, I'm the biggest collector of uh, Nollywood, Nigerian movies. And mm. I always ask myself, when we go to Africa, we bring a group to Africa, why are not more artists coming overseas? Now, I know you travel overseas. I can see your Instagram, you travel. And if you, I, I promise you, if you go to Nigeria, you're going to be in at least one movie because somebody's going to grab you and say, Ooh. no, 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 <laughs> you know. Maybe the next stop. Maybe that's the next stop. <laughs> yeah, be, be, because, you know, with this uh, reinsurgence of folks finding out where they come from, you know, folks are getting more hungry and hungry to go to Africa. Yeah. But, um, with with that, um, you, have you been to the Czech Republic recently? No, not recently. I'm actually planning a trip for the end of this year, so I'm, okay. I'm looking forward to that. I've reached out to all the families, and and um, that is something I'm definitely looking forward to see. So I will definitely keep you posted, and I'll you know and let you know like it was everything I thought it was. <laughs> can, can you can you do me a favor? I'm a I, I love body cams. Can you there's there's some body cams you can clip here or you can put on like a chain and just capture that and you know maybe even hire a, a camera crew. I know it's not that um is it's not that expensive in check to hire a camera crew um mm -hmm. and have them really you know the the life of yeah. because you know, folks will see you in the States and say either she's black or she's Spanish and I don't care anything else. Like she's either yeah. black or Spanish, but no folks, you know, we are all humans, but you know, the world has come together to make a nice melting pot. And I think that's, oh. yeah. So, and also when going over there, will you think about doing music? You know, I'm such, uh, my spirit is so open when I go to new places and it, it's very likely I could be very inspired to find some local producers or studio, like it, it's, it's definitely a possibility. Okay. Okay. It, I don't, I don't want, I want to push too much. Some stuff I might tell Bishop <laughs> offline and say, yo, Bishop. <laughs> right. No, you should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you were talking about the fitness earlier and you know, you can go and all the links are in the description box, people, when you see this um, to her, you know, Instagram and everything. But talk about that uh, fitness part of it. Do you wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning and one of those who start, you know, working out and you'll only drink juice and eat string beans? How does your fitness life go for you? Yeah, well, it's two, it's two dynamics because I just went back to school uh, last year to become certified um, in sports and science, um, to, become a, to become a trainer, a licensed um, trainer. And I, I absolutely love it. I didn't know how much uh, training other people and helping women get to their goals um, was just so rewarding. I, I absolutely love, I mean, I'll be doing that forever. Um, I truly love training in terms of fitness for my own personal um, sanity and just uh, growth. I work out every day. Um, no, I'm not waking up at four. I will wake up for you for my clients. I am, I am known to do that. I, I train doctors, nurses. Um, so a lot of times their schedules are crazy. So I have waken up at 3.30 a.m. to be at the gym at 4 a.m. to train. Um, but for myself, no, I'm not waking up that early. I'll probably get up at about 6 and uh, be in the gym by about 7.30. And um, 
just rock out. I have a, there's a great trainer also in Baltimore too. Um, his name is James Lewis. He is amazing. And that'll also be my go-to guy when I just don't have the energy. If I'm like been in rehearsals and I'm just like, I don't feel like working out, then I'll call on him because he always just whips me back in shape. But for me, it, that's a, it's a part of life. Like you have to take care of your physical self. You only have one, you know, a lot of times we take it for granted. We'll, we'll eat whatever we want. We'll drink whatever we want and not really, um, understand, I guess, how that can play just on your psyche. You know, what got me into fitness was that I was touring and so many, I was meeting so many women that were very depressed and saying like, I kept hearing the same story over and over again. Like, well, I, I would be happy, but my job, or I can't stand my husband or this. So, and a lot of times we, we deflect and the, the issue isn't with your job or the issue isn't with your partner. It's just with you and fitness working out does um, trigger certain hormones that um, you don't get if you don't work out, you know, happy hormones, serotonin, there's, there's things chemically that happen in the body that are only, uh, you know, um, released when you have, when you exert it. And for those, you know, of us that don't work out, it's like you're missing out on something that you don't even know what you're missing out on until you experience it. It's almost like a runner's high. And you're in one of those cities that there's so much good food around yeah. and public transportation is so good. Cars, everybody seems to, you know, people have cars. And so, you know, but there's so many beautiful places like behind you to walk and, and see. Yeah. So yeah, that, that must be fun. So if you're in the DMV area, you got to sign up for one of these classes. Um, and you even um, are, you know, you have so many YouTubes. Do you have one for the fitness yet? You know, I have not. I thought about it and I keep, it's something I, I definitely want to do. It's just, I want it to be at a particular, um, I just have to take the time to make it a priority. It's just, now I've just been so focused on finishing the album. Everything has kind of stopped um, until this album is done. I took off two months of training my clients. Um, I still work out, but my main focus is finishing this album. So... Okay. And, and for the musicians out there who are listening to this and say, Hey, we're making money right now. Um, we're, you know, we're doing this. We have millions of views online. Um, I'm going to go buy, you know, um, whatever. I'm going to go buy whatever. Do you have any financial advice where you can tell young artists that, you know, save your money or make sure that, you know, if you're an independent artist, you're paying your taxes. Like, let them know how, how brave does it because brave is you, you look at that. Look at that view. Y'all look what she has over her, oh. shoulder, her, her, her shoulder. And you know, she, she is living the life. Well, it, there is, it is, it is, um, there is a lot of administrative work and I'll mm -hmm. be honest that I, I don't like it. Um, even with my fitness business, there's still administrative work. Like you said, there's taxes, there's things that you have to stay on top of. Um, in terms of music, uh, financial advice, I mean, I, the, my biggest thing, I guess, that I could say to people is make sure that you always find reasons to spend money, right? Whether it's on equipment, like you said, whether it's on a new studio, whether it's on mixing a record or, 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 or getting studio space, and you pay out. You do. You pay. I, I try to take care of the people that are on my team. Um, 
as best as I can, but then I can't forget about Brave. I can't forget um, that I still am desiring and continuing to build my savings. So just as much as I might be paying for the recording session or paying to get my records mastered or paying for the music video, I'm also making sure that I pay me too. And I'm very consistent at that and making sure that if all this is going out, I still have to uh, make sure that there's some left in there for me so that I can put in my savings. Um, people say different ways. I remember one time I, I didn't realize I was spending $8 a day on a cup of coffee. $8 a day. I didn't like I was doing it, but it was just, you know, life is so fast. You just go to Starbucks and you're like, boom, boom, boom. Okay. And then I thought about it. And I said, if you just stop spending $8 a day, if you just took that $8 and just put it in your savings account, do you know how much you would save in 365 days? And something as simple as that, just sacrificing. I got my own little coffee maker now. I was like, you know what? Make your own coffee, save your $8. Um, <laughs> but you can do the math, you know? So it's like doing small little sacrifices. It might sound trivial in the moment, but when you actually implement it and you look up and you look at that account or you see how much you've saved, it definitely makes a difference. No, it, it definitely does. But, you know, you do have to spend. And, you know, there's so many ways now online to make money where, an artist can take a royalty check, not touch it because you're already living without it, put it into something like a Forex, put it into, you know, wholesaling, tax liens, whatever, tax deeds. That's why we do these shows. So someone can go down the list and say, what are the different ways people are making money? People I don't even know. And so I, I love that you, yeah, because Starbucks isn't even good coffee. <laughs> Yeah. When you go to the, the, the Czech Republic and if you brought Starbucks, they'd say, what is this gallon of dirty water that you Woo! have? <laughs> let, <laughs> yeah, let us give you give you some real coffee. Uh, so and so are you an independent artist? So I, I have my own label, Brave New World, mm -hmm. and I actually just signed a deal with SRG slash Universal. So okay. I was really excited about um the the partnering with them in them kind of getting behind this new project um so yeah i still independent but now with a bigger machine um behind my movement and let the folks know you know why you did that because there's been so much backlash i'm old school in this uh don't let the love locks if they have a little gray fool you um uh you know i love independent but talk about the benefits of you, you know, having a partnership with the machine and, and, and why you decided to go that route. Well, I've been uh, Brave New World independently for 12, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, almost seven, eight years, mm -hmm. um, putting out my own projects, my own music, Fearless, um, my own singles, and I've gotten that experience. So for me, I was just ready to elevate in a different way where um, the, I, I wanted more marketing dollars. I, I, I wanted more help essentially. Um, and I knew that what I needed or what I wanted for myself, um, I wanted to partner and have a smart partnering relationship with someone. Um, I tell every artist that's listening, you have to be very careful in the types of deals that you sign. Um, I was blessed that I was, I signed a pretty cool deal. Um, and it works for what, for essentially for what I want to do and, and, and how I wanted to do it. Certain things I wouldn't budge on. Um, and in the end they, you know, it was, it was 
actually it, it was a it was kind of a seamless process because we had already had the conversation verbally of what how this deal was going to be structured so i think fortunately for me because they saw how i had kind of ran my label um that there was a lot of there was a lot of trust there um in that regard and so i i was able to sign a deal that i am very very happy with um but you just have to be, you can't be so aggressive in wanting to get a deal or wanting to and just sign anything. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've also experienced that too. I was a making of the band. Well, I was going to be making of the band and I was advised by the lawyer, my lawyer at the time to not sign that deal because I would have been signed for seven years ha- even if I didn't make the band. And I don't know if you're familiar with, with that whole show, but you know, normally the artists will go into the house and then you, if you made it throughout the last portion of the house and you create an album, but if you got kicked out, that means you were still signed seven years of your life. And I don't know what you can do. You, can, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't move around. You couldn't record other people. So, you know, every deal is not, uh, every deal is not a good deal. So I just encourage people to always have a good lawyer, even if you don't have your team yet, if you don't have a manager. And that doesn't take anything. That just takes a Google. You know, you can just mm-hmm. Google uh, music lawyers in my area, um, you know, to see, you know, just to even start that conversation. And also, if you would have signed that deal, even if you would have went platinum or multi-platinum, you might have only got twenty thousand dollars. But uh, yeah. it says, you know, recent tweets. We don't want to, we, yeah. you know, um, just with that. And so, no, that's that's good to to know um, when you are with um, a partner like that. Um, you know, you're with Universal. I mean, there, there's, they're one of the biggest. How do you then, you know, your team? Sometimes when folks go on these partnerships, the team sometimes, you know, can be, I don't want to say left back, but sometimes, at least back in the day, they'd be like, you know what, we have our own people that we want you to deal with, and you don't need your team. So how does someone, when they're coming up, stay loyal to their team? Um, I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but I feel like that's something that you, I don't want to say you, you're, you're born with, Mm -hmm. um, but I can only speak from my personal experience that I, I might be loyal to a default at at times Mm -hmm. in life. Um, not to make it, maybe that's not the right, for me, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not hard. Um, I ride for those that ride for me. And sometimes even in personal relationships, that's what I meant by default. Cause sometimes I needed to leave sooner than I did. Um, which is why I wrote a song called options, but <laughs> we'll get to that later. But in terms of my management team, um, it's almost like you when when the work ethic is there and you have people that truly believe and are not just speaking it, but doing it through action, the thought of the relationship dividing hurts like you don't even want to imagine that um fortunately i've gotten to a place where i was never presented in any sort of situation like that well we want you but you know we got our own team it's like i'm coming to you as my own label and this is part of my label this is how i i'm structuring i want this deal to be structured and um i was able to to find that and 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 go with it um and it works so i just i mean that 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 is a tough one I, i just feel like for any artist that 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 has someone in their life that is fighting for you or believing in you or forcing you to work harder or pushing you, you have to cherish that. Sometimes artists, we get stubborn, we get stuck in our own ways, we don't want to be told to do something, um, 
but you can't take that relationship for granted because they're not easy to come by. So when you find it, and if it's a healthy one, stay loyal to it. No, that, that's, that's, that's deep. And, you know, you've had success in, in groups and, and other, you know, things. When you get a deal like that, do they come to you or are you kind of shopping around? Um, shout out to Raheem Devon that the way that this deal happened is that I was actually showcasing my music on IG Live. And he popped in, heard my records, and then took uh, what he heard to his label, because he's also signed to SRG, and really championed my music to them. So when they called um, and we, the meeting was set up, it was like they had already been familiarized with my music and who I was via him. So, you know, that's why I even tell artists, like, when we talked about in the beginning, just show up. Just push his stuff out there because I had no, I wouldn't have known idea that him listening to my music via IG Live would have led into me signing my next evolution of music with Universal. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, don't ever get so frustrated where you feel like you have no outlets to showcase your music because now in today's time, it's like everything can be created as a moment with Instagram and Facebook and, you know, zoom you know so it's it's you definitely have ways to get yourself your, your stuff out there you just really have to be consistent and sincerely not give up a yeah, big out big shout out to raheem devon we saw him my wife and i in a concert out here in seattle and that man put on a show she had never seen before jumping from the raptors i mean it was it was just awesome you know um so big shout out to him. And I know he was in the movie as well. So yeah. you have, yeah, you, you have a, you know, real solid, you know, relationship um, with, with him and, and re- it's about relationships in, in today's time. What advice could you give another beautiful woman like yourself? We see, you know, folks 30 years later being captured and, you know, being called out on their stuff that they did 30 years later. And I tell people all the time, it's not over because it wasn't just the women. Um, and there's a lot of people who are going to be called out. But w- what advice in coming up? Because I'm sure since you were, you know, 15, people have been saying, hey, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. But then to show them, actually, I'm smart, I'm talented, I'm dedicated to what I do. And, you know, h- how can a, a woman 2020 and beyond um, protect herself right now? Um, know who you are and stick to that. You're always going to be approached with options and choices and and, um, scenarios of, you know, if you do this, then you can get this. If, 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 If you, you have to know who you are and be confident in that, despite what the world is telling you to be or do or project or, um, or, or be a part of. I, I meet girls all the time who are like, you know, beautiful, beautiful, sweet girls that you go on the Instagram page, you would be like, hold up, does your mama know you posting that? You know, and, and it's like, whoa, like, what do you, but in their minds, this is what it takes to be noticed or to be heard. And I get that we centralize a lot of things like in, in this world, sex sells, uh, sexiness cells this cell so it's almost like as a woman you you might find yourself battling with how much is too much or should i go ahead and 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 do x y and z because i know it's going to get a view or stick to stick to who you are 
because people will fall in love. If you start changing and manipulating and doing things that you know really are outside of your character, we never get to see who you really are. It's like you're projecting something that you're really not, and that's what people are gonna buy into until the gig is up, like the jig is up. It's like, because you have to continue that facade, so to speak. Um, it might take you longer, but in the end, um, you'll never have to uh, regret or you know, find yourself having sleepless nights because you did something that you knew really wasn't you. Um, you have a very special gift that, that only you are in charge of delivering. You have a responsibility. And I would just say, even if it takes you longer, just, just be loyal to that responsibility because no one can do what you are here to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, would just, I would just leave it there. Well, we've tackled the music, the movies, the fitness. We like to ask all the guests, what is their community give back? Something that you are either doing or that you want to do in the future, you know, for the community, um, you know, that's, you know, will benefit the community. Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually, I'm always in the community. Um, and that is kind of my gift back is my fitness. I do a lot of boot camps um, for the kids. We, um, we work out at Coppin State University. We use their, uh, their football fields and, it's just trying to, you know, share the gift of fitness in itself because you, you'd be, I mean, maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but just how many, even as kids, like you would think going outside and running around is like a common thing to do, but it's like, no, in 2020, 2019, 2018, no, kids want to sit in there and they're in their bedrooms and, and play video games or just sit on Instagram and tweet all day. And it's like you it's like we're, there, there's a new type of child that's being conditioned right now. So for me, it's a matter of, you know, just building up. I love to build up kids' confidence, girls' confidence, guys' confidence, you know, and the best way to do that for me is to, you know, get them strong, get them out here and, and running and, and exerting some of that energy that, I don't know, some people might end up exerting somewhere else in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. We, and and I, I like to tell people this because what we see as lazy kids sometimes playing video games is because parents, um, whether it's two households, single parent are working and I've worked for, um, CPS before mm -hmm. and you'd be surprised. I'm talking about the hundreds of calls. People have had folks call on them because their kids are outside playing even across the street. 12 years old, nine years old, we were across town sometimes, but now somebody, a neighbor will call in all neighborhoods and say, kids are playing outside unsupervised. And yeah. so that, you know, especially if you don't have family or, you know, you don't have a, a, a maybe even a lot of money to, you know, it doesn't matter. People are getting CPS called on them and that says a lot about the country. So yeah. yes, folks are, you know, playing on the Instagram, but sometimes these phones have become babysitters yeah. and because of legal reasons. And it's a dang shame. And, um, you know, the reason why I couldn't stay at the job too, too long, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's like a police state almost. But, yeah. you know, that's, it, that's, you know, something you won't have to deal with when you're in Czech Republic or traveling and all your travels. Are there any uh, new 
uh, movie projects? I know you're working on the album. Any new movie projects that you're also considering? Um, yes, I actually just finished my first script, which I'm super elated about. Um, it's a romantic comedy, and it's based. It's 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 a it's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I'm I'm really looking forward to um, just furthering that project this summer and just going through the whole process of casting and um, developing, uh, seeing it develop with uh, you know an entire team. So definitely that's one thing that I'm truly looking forward to. Um, it's called what women, what women do. And, um, it took me about a year to write and it's in its final phases now. So I'm super excited about that as well as I did just book another movie that shoots in North Carolina. Uh, not a movie. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a pilot, uh, called postal, postal services. And, um, it's, it, it's, it's super cute as well. So I shoot that in March. Um, but yeah, I'm constantly auditioning and, and just reading different scripts and, and seeing what I can attach myself to that, you know, that really, uh, that really speaks to my spirit. Now you gave the game and we also like to give it. And I telling you, I can see the movie of you in a horror film, just you being you. And then you start killing up everybody, you know, especially, <laughs> uh, especially in that, that thirsty Hollywood arena are where people think, oh, hey, little mama, come over here. Oh, yeah, yeah. And playing that role and just, you know, serial killer like no other. Like Is that what I project through the, through the screen as serial killer? Not at all, but I could. it's the opposite. So that's why in my mind, I know I'm part-time yeah. crazy. I it might have be, to write that. Look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I, I see it. And when I see things like the movie, I like to let them be known and, and told. But I thank you, Brave, for, for coming on. And I know um, God is going to bless with a lot more just with the energy that you do have. But, but I appreciate you. I appreciate you for having me and just supporting what I'm doing and the new music and this interaction. Like, thank you. Thank you. You guys got the game. Like, share, and subscribe. Be blessed.